You're tuned into The Path We Take. I'm Hayden Anderson. And I'm Natalie Lorati. Let's jump right into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Path We Take. I'm Natalie. I'm Hayden. And this week, we're talking about talking to exes. Speaking with exes. Communication with exes, past relationships, and all of that. I know you and I have very different experiences with this. Very, very different experiences with this. Natalie, do you talk to any of your exes? (laughs) Um, No, I don't. I mean, I only really have three. Um, One from high school, one from college, and one from COVID. Um, (laughs) Quarantine, pandemic, you know. Um, So, like, kind of, like, just the three major phases of my, like, dating life mm-hmm. like I yeah um but no don't talk to high school don't talk to college even though like that one there's really no reason for us not to talk or to talk kind of a different and then definitely don't talk to my most recent one what about you you're also a lot more long term than I am like Generally. mine are like a year which isn't like short term but you know I mean, I, I talk to, let's see, I have, I have plenty of exes and I have, you know, I also have like three fairly long-term exes and, uh, I don't, I don't really talk to the most recent one, uh, but I think that's, that's more due to time and just like, you know, the putting in some, the time that you really need to before you like do any type of contact again, which we'll, we'll get into a little bit later, I think. And then, like, my first, like, long-term girlfriend is probably one of my best friends now. Yeah. I mean, that was a high school relationship, so it's it's very <laughs> long time ago. <laughs> like, I have a strong opinion on relationships should not, if you're in the right relationship, it shouldn't end so poorly that you can never be friends again. I mean, yeah, but I also think it's dependent on, like, whether you were friends before your relationship. But shouldn't you be dating someone that you would also want to be friends with? Like, you're not just dating them for... I think that's a a different topic entirely, because I think there's two schools of thought for that. There are people that believe that the people that you date or the person that you're looking to marry should be your best friend. I'm in that camp. And I am as well, but I also know plenty of people and I've talked to plenty of people where they're like, no, my relationship, like my, my partner is not a friend. They're, they're my boyfriend. They're my husband. They're my. The word friend is in the thing. I know. I know. I don't fully understand it either, but I also understand like, there are just, you know, there are people that like, they have their wants and their needs and they don't really exactly want their partner to be their friend or their best friend because honestly I don't fully understand it but I understand there are people a lot of people like that yeah I just yeah I don't know not my opinion and that's totally fine too but (laughs) it's also something I can't really wrap my head around because I'm like at the end of the day if we weren't together would I want to be like be friends 
I'm not going to necessarily say I can say that about any of my um, major partners, but, you know. Well, I guess, what's the difference between a friend and a partner? Oh, we are going on a whole different tangent <laughs> right now. Um, <laughs> Is it just the sex? I mean, that's definitely like a part of it. I mean, but friends can also have sex. So that's not completely off the table. I think it goes past like a level of like emotional intimacy and I guess physical too, but that you keep sacred to that relationship. I guess, does that make sense? So you have- Cause when I'm in a relationship, I don't, or like for instance, friends, I don't necessarily tell my friends the dumb things that happen throughout my day. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, I saw this like weird looking bird (laughs) or something. (laughs) Like I might send that to one friend, but I don't send friends like everything that happened that day. We're like, I feel like as a partner, they should want to kind of know the ins and outs and Mm. stuff. And so like they would find the random train of thought, at least for me, because I'm really scattered to be like funny or like they'd want to know. But I spread that knowledge among certain friends because I don't want to overwhelm people. <laughs> <laughs> but Does you're that make perfectly sense? fine with overwhelming your partner. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't <laughs> hopefully be overwhelmed because they're like, yep, that makes sense. I think it depends person to person. Uh, yeah. I think some people are going to like really want to know every little detail about your day. And I have something that has like personally unload. I don't give a shit, but you know what? You can talk to me and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I just need to like just talk. Which you know? I think having someone to listen is fantastic. And a, and a partner that listens, also yeah. fantastic. But yeah, I mean, I, I talked to my like first ex. I, I actually was in her wedding. I spoke at her wedding. And like I, I still hang out with her and her husband, love her husband. He's freaking amazing. And uh then my like longest ex that I had throughout college, I still Do I know. And yes, you <laughs> because that was like we were dating when you and I met. Were you together like five years? Or did uh, I overshoot like that? Four to four and a half years. Okay. Depending on I guess how you think of it <laughs> oh <laughs> that just clicked in my brain I would say like we don't talk super often but we'll send like memes or like TikToks here and there or like you know we'll we'll talk about other random things and like we have certain interests that are are together like psychology and and other things like we'll send each other psych- psychology papers and, and other things like we're not on bad terms by by any means it's funny because I was friends with you first, but I met can I say her name? Yeah, sure. Okay. I met Sarah um pretty shortly after I guess I met you because you guys were living together yeah, at that time. And I came over to your guys' house like for a little bit. Um but I felt like you guys were like my parents in college, at least for like a while. Why are you laughing? because just thinking of myself as any type of father figure while I was okay fine but like I feel weird saying like my brother and sister because you guys are dating but like I look at you both and like very I go to you 
both for a lot of advice kind of separately. Sometimes the same thing, but I just like want two different perspectives. Because we're very but different. <laughs> you two are very different, but um, I really valued that. And I felt like I just had two people in college that I could really go to. And it was helpful that you two were together throughout college because I could just like unload a bunch of information <laughs> and you, I didn't have to tell it twice. I remember we would talk about it like while you weren't there too. And we would like right. debate on certain things. I don't remember anything specific, but I remember every once in a while we would like debate on, on what you should do or. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, this little dumb-dumb. Like it's just. I don't know if I ever went that far in terms of calling you a dumb-dumb. I probably would <laughs> more graphic language. <laughs> uh. yeah like i i don't i i talk to like most of my exes and i think it's i think there's i think it's really relationship dependent sometimes like i agree there are relationships that you know you just need to cut off and and sever and and then there are relationships that like you know if you both are cool with maybe it's it's a good thing like you can you can still get stuff out of each other just not relationships anymore and you like just fully have that out of the way yeah so let's break it down of like when to stay away to cut off contact to not talk to that person again Mm -hmm. and when the timing is right because I don't think you can go immediately from breaking up to being like besties um like there's definitely a waiting period but when would you just like not talk to them unless you completely have to for whatever reason kind of thing oh when to stay away I would say um if you are still not over them yeah still have feelings for them on either party yeah on either party yeah probably not a good idea to to talk yet uh but if you're trying to stay away like permanently yeah any type of abusive relationship i would say stay away um yep if you are just trying to go back with them for like just sex yeah don't do that (laughs) definitely do not do that um and then this is i mean I've, i've seen this before with with other people is like they break up with someone because they want to go try other things which is completely valid but don't keep talking to them to try and keep them as like a backup i think that's That's like that's using another person at a point it's kind of a manipulative in my opinion and it's not fair if you were the one that broke up with them because odds are like that person's taking it way harder yeah and if you were the one getting broken up with that doesn't make any sense yeah, you're like, wait a second. <laughs> back up, but they they decided that things weren't working right now. Yeah. <laughs> don't be the backup and don't treat someone like a backup. And then I would also say if they're not going to like help you on your path in life, like if if being friends with them isn't going to help you get to where you want to be in your life. Mm-hmm. there's really no reason I mean this is almost with any friend or anyone yeah I feel like that person kind of falls into like a weird limbo of like you could like converse at like a party or like gonna get together and like, you'd be fine but like that's it your relationship does not extend past any yeah, social situation like hanging out solo 
randomly just like for fun of it not really right like because it's just like you hopefully have other relationships in your life that can fulfill the that opposed to an, that ex and if you don't make some yeah there's so many people in this world you can always make more friends yes agree and it also just doesn't help with heartbreak either if you know for either party yeah no our brains are are rather fickle like we (laughs) definitely hold on to things even when you don't realize it so we said that there has to be kind of like a holding period between becoming friends with a partner Mm. What what do you think that time is? What? What do you think that amount of time is? I don't think we can give like a qualitative timeline because I think it's also so situational. Qualitative or quantitative? Did I use the wrong one? (laughs) Yes. Oh, I said qualitative. Damn it. Quantitative. (laughs) In my head, right before I said, I'm like, please just say the right one. (laughs) I branded it sort appropriately. Um, Quantitative. timeline because I think it depends how long did you date mm-hmm. obviously why did you break up what? what about like an equation I remember growing up it was always like you can like I remember this in like high school for some reason like you can start talking to them I think it was like half the time uh in months or something that you can like talk to them and be fine or it was like, you have to wait at least three months. So it was like for any relationship, or it was like, like I, I remember hearing this left and right, like these different equations to get to certain times. Where You're listening like, to high schoolers. I mean, like, no, the- I'm just remembering like, oh. <laughs> like, like stupid things that we would all say. Well, cause it's like, okay. So you dated someone for like six weeks and you were just like, we're not compatible as a relationship you're cool but whatever I don't think that's gonna require a three-month holding period I don't either (laughs) no like in that sense especially if it is mutual like you could probably be friends within like a couple weeks Mm -hmm. but then if you have a long relationship say like four four and a half years (laughs) you also that healing process is just different Mm-hmm. So you can't be friends until you both have gone past that healing. Yeah. Or you both have like, you no longer have feelings for each other and romantic feelings. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's, that's, I mean, an important distinction. I also think it depends person to person. Some people can get over relationships very quickly. I am someone who does not. (laughs) Some people take their sweet ass time. You're like looking dead in my eyes. (laughs) Like reminds them of their ex and then they just go all the way back to a bad, bad habit or like. Like looking right at me and it's scary. (laughs) (laughs) I see you. I know. Um, Yeah. But I think that healing process has to be in place um i'm the opposite though i i tend to get over relationships fairly quickly i wish i had that superpower i, I, I to me it's a superpower because i just completely lack that at all 
I don't know if it's because I get over things quickly or if I start getting over them while the relationship is still happening. Yeah, actually, because mm-hmm. my college boyfriend, I was fine with, like, I cried for, like, a week, maybe, and then I was fine. Jump back on the saddle and you're good to go again? No, I just was like, man, that didn't, like, I just saw that wasn't working out, and I knew for a while, and so I think I had, like, emotionally prepared that for mm-hmm. a long time. Um, I think also when to speak again is also understanding your why do you want to speak again yeah that's because if there's any intention to get back together don't talk to them you know that seems wrong that sounds terrible there was a yeah it's like okay it's like I will say as a caveat I feel like it's okay if it's been a long enough period of time where both of you have changed to completely different people that's fair but I feel like there's probably you're like oh I want to reach out and just like catch up I don't feel like initially I don't know I granted I don't have experience to actually speak on this I'm gonna <laughs> stop talking I'm like I'm a baby um but I think like a lot of the times why exes talk again is because they want to be friends and like they respect that should hopefully be there, you know, um, and value that friendship and like who that person is outside of being in a relationship with them. Okay. So, and then in, in, in order to do that, I feel like you really need to have like some clear boundaries set when you yeah. start talking to these people. And I think that varies for people to people. I think an obvious one is don't have sex with them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> that uh that uh, immediately will go straight into like going back into to and just like rehashing old memories and things that probably aren't the best to rehash yeah what about like uh like casually dating people do you do you talk to any of the people that you casually dated there is actually i have one friend who we casually I don't even know if really like dated is yeah, the right word. casually dated for this what what is casually dated for this for this one that we're talking about don't ask me because I have my experience is very low <laughs> I'm gonna, this person and I were friends I mean in college and stuff and like hung out a lot but like it just never really went so why are you laughing do we? I need a timeout. <laughs> what about like casually dating people? Do you still talk to any of like the people you casually dated? So I haven't really casually dated a ton, but I would, yes, I have one friend who I actually consider a very, very close friend who we very casually dated in college. Dated is a very like loose term also. <laughs> what? Like you guys went on like one or two dates and were like, yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, we would like hang out and stuff and like we just really appreciated each other's company, but it wasn't really like romantic. But him and I actually are still very, very close. Did you do the deed? Mm, I'm not answering that. My mom listens to this. <laughs> um, 
anyways but we are very close I've he's very smart I ask him a lot of like public health questions because that's what he studied and like you said just we were friends and we continued to be friends afterwards because it was just like well you're still cool like, hey, you know, let's let's still talk. Let's still hang out. But I don't think we're going to go in that direction. Yeah, we were. We, it was pretty like this is not romantic. Yeah. You know. And I think having that realization is fine, too, because mm-hmm. obviously. If you're looking from a number perspective. If you are in like a monogamous relationship, your failure rate of a successful relationship. I guess like one that you like end up committing to for the rest of your life is like one percent yeah if you look at it that way i'm not trying to say a successful relationship is one that and like i didn't phrase that right but you know what i mean mm-hmm. are like, you friends? Yeah, successful relationships that end does oh totally you can learn a lot from them and, and everything else. yeah you just ultimately realize you're not compatible yeah so. i have definitely casually dated a bit um (laughs) throwback to hot boy summer or whatever you guys call it (laughs) i don't remember what i called it Uh, you were just being a little promiscuous little hoe i'll say it okay you said it i didn't say it (laughs) and i mean i still every once in a while i still talk to plenty of of people that like i casually dated uh some of them are in their own relationships. Some of them are just, you know, still doing their thing. And it's very clear, like for both, from both sides that is like, yeah, no, we're not looking for a relationship with each other, but like sending memes or just like talking about random things. Yeah. Sometimes you just like have a random person you want to talk to or reminisce with. Yeah. There you go. I think that's, probably a great thing to what do you consider casually dating uh i mean it's different for each one i guess like some of them were kind of like friend with benefits for a little bit and then some of them were like hey let's try it out and see and either like it was very clear that i was not committing to that and I would say for a lot of them, that was probably it. <laughs> others, <laughs> At least you're self-aware that you know. Yeah. And others was like, you know, you're not the one I'm going to keep moving on. And I was like, that sounds great. You know, you move on and I'm going to yeah. go move on as well. And just now we still talk and it's still like, yeah, still friends. Like we were never dating really, but like, we were friends that were like thinking maybe we should we definitely went on like actual dates and i think at the like at any any relationship you have that time in between and you just have that clear understanding are any of these relationships people you met off of like a dating app and okay for sure because so they're not necessarily people that were friends and then you try dating some people like you went into it more with a romantic focus to start. Does that make I, sense? They, yeah, I would say some of them, they definitely went into the romantic focus. Some of them, I went in with a romantic focus and 
I would say generally one or both of us were not vibing. Yeah. <laughs> we were just like over it and we're like, all right, it's time for something new. It's kind of amazing you say friends. I I mean, I like talking to people. I think the reason why I'm so capable with staying friends with so many people is just because I'm very honest. Yeah. And very blunt. That, uh-huh. I would say you also differ from maybe it's like my dating pool. I'm not sure. But if things don't work out, it's like, okay, we're never gonna talk again. It's like, okay, cool. And sometimes I don't necessarily want to, where it's like mm, didn't vibe and why would we be friends? I don't know. Hmm. Does that make sense? I feel like that's not your mindset at all. And maybe no. it's just like, maybe I'm just dating like trash people. <laughs> I guess in my mind, I mean, I just see people as people and sometimes I date them and sometimes I want to date them and sometimes I don't. And I mean, obviously there's reasons for, for all of that. And it's very person to person, but like, I don't know, at the end of the day, I'm pretty much cool with anybody. Like, oh my god, I like I can control my own feelings if like if it's you don't care if it works out romantically or not. You're more in it for the people. Uh, I would say yes. I mean, at the at the end of the day, I want whoever I'm friends with or whoever. I mean, obviously, if I'm dating them, I consider them a friend. I yeah, want you and I are on the same boat with that. I want them to to be happy and be jolly and just have a great life it's very nice of you yeah so you get clear boundaries <laughs> uh i would say it's probably better that you were friends you know before the relationship and if you ever want to try to be in or in the, like another friendship with them uh afterwards yeah making sure that they're both over each other um that one I think is always hard because like you usually know when you're over someone and then something inexplicably like just hits you like something happens it triggers a uh I mean it's like a trigger <laughs> and yeah. all of a sudden you're like oh shit I I didn't realize I wasn't over them that's something I need to work on and then you need to make sure you have those clear boundaries of, hey. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was ready to be friends. I'm not. It's not about you. Like, we just need to take a step back. Oh, I don't even do that. I just. Oh, like, you just like peace out. I just peace out. I also think like. Don't fall into the habit of what your relationship used to look like. Oof. Oh, gosh. Yes, definitely. Like, under like as friends, I see. Some of my friends I see like two to three times a week. And that's like like my best friend who like lives semi-close and like we want to do a lot of stuff together. Where it's like some friends I see like once every month, some longer than that. You probably shouldn't be seeing your ex like that much. You definitely shouldn't be seeing your ex probably. And more. we're talking every day. I just feel like that just gets you back into like that habit of yeah, that routine. You're not gonna go from being exes to being best friends immediately like that that 
it's not gonna work i can't yeah. that is working i also just probably don't see that being very feasible yeah um and then like talking to an ex i feel like if there's someone that's going to help you get to where you want to go in your life mm-hmm. like they have um maybe it's easier because you know they're friends with all of your friends in in a lot of cases with sarah i mean that was part of it we have very intermingled friends at this point you really do and that is a hard thing also of a breakup and i mean that yeah that also comes with the four to four and a half year long relationship is right your friends are, are the same um and then i guess just like being able to network being able to lift your mood and experience or like sometimes just remembering things and like every once in a while i'll I'll reach out to sarah and be like hey what was this thing that like because you have so many shared experiences that it's like (laughs) of course that person's gonna know that yeah or like even something as small as like oh, I need to make, I need to make a food dish for, for this thing. I really want to make this dish that they taught me, but I don't have the, the recipe. Hey, can you give me the recipe? See, that's very cute. I don't know, but huh? I don't, it's cute. Cause like one, I love you both. And like, I've seen like you two together and you two separate, obviously now, mm-hmm. like she's in a happier relationship. I don't know what you're in currently. I'm confused. It's fine. Um, but you have like a mutual understanding of a care and respect for one another that if you don't have that, then like, what's the point? I like, I like how you say mutual respect, because I would say we definitely have mutual respect, mutual respect for each other. Yeah. And we both know that like, yeah the relationship ended and that was for the best (laughs) yeah and I think also understanding too that not every relationship you're going to necessarily be friends afterwards and that's okay um and maybe you will speak again but a very infrequent cadence Mm. yeah I agree speaking of of uh getting things back and like having those memories that you don't always have i had a lot of memories back in college and every other thing just from my depression that i don't fully remember and there are a lot of like probably intimate moments that like don't make sense to me or like I don't fully remember them because of how much I've blocked out from how depressed I was Dude, same. <laughs> so being able to speak to someone that was there or could like testify to that or their experience with that because I like you and I were pretty good friends in college but you never saw me like, no it was like such like an after the fact thing mm. I was like, oh my God, dude, also severely depressed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I never really fully opened up to a lot of people. And I know Sarah was definitely someone that I was comfortable with. I was fully open with. Yeah. 
And that's why I'm excited for our next episode. Because? Because we're going to have Sarah on the podcast. And I'm so excited. Oh, it's going to be great. She's going to throw me under the bus in so many ways. Is she just going to roast you for like an hour? I I'm kidding. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's so nice. Like... <laughs> She's gonna be like, yeah, you are a complete asshole. <laughs> One thing I love about her so much is that she gives such practical advice, but it's never coming from a place of like malice or like trying to be mean or anything. It's purely just like, especially when I'm being really dumb or something, she just gives it to me straight. And I'm like, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. I feel like Got I do as well, but I'm not as nice about it. <laughs> No. <laughs> when when you when you ask for my advice, I will give you advice, and it is very blunt. Often you call me too, and you're like, "We need to talk about this right now." I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll pick up on something, and I'll be like, "Hey, this is something we're talking about." <laughs> but I'm super excited to have her. She's a mutual person of you and I that we both love and respect. What well, I can, yeah, and care for. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly what we're going to be talking about quite yet. Uh, she does have a lot of information about my darkest time, uh, which I think is going to be interesting, uh, and dealing with me through that, which, whew. so maybe we just talk about how you deal with severely depressed partners. Yeah, also she has a very interesting <laughs> background too. Yeah, she does. I mean, she has her psychology degree uh very i don't know she she's very in the know i guess i should say yes very and very lovely person good intellectual so yeah i'm excited to to have her on the podcast and expose all of my worst moments <laughs> i'm excited to sit on the sideline and just laugh and ask questions yeah <laughs> I just don't have to be the one that gets roasted. That's cool. Oh, I think it's going to be very uncomfortable, which is why I'm excited for it. We don't grow if we're not uncomfortable. Damn right. Nice throwback. Thank you. Well, I think we've definitely beat down how to talk to exes or when not to. When to talk to exes, when not to. And yeah, I mean, really at the end of the day, to sum it up, it all just comes down to having clear boundaries, making sure that everyone's on the same page and making sure that it's like in your head, you know, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. I can't really say anything more than that. Thanks for talking. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Path We Take. You can find us on Instagram at The Path We Take Pod. And my personal is at Natalie Lorati, L-O-R-A-T-I. And you can find me at Haydenist, H-A-Y-D-O-N-I-S-T. And make sure to give us five-star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you.